This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3O Take, where we talk all things Major Ooh, League Baseball. Welcome back to the 3 Take, Here's presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 377. I'll be your host, Kyle Corden. I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Right now. Nate, uh, look, right off the top here. You and I got to chatting, received a little constructive criticism. That's always good. That's always good. You always want constructive criticism. Yeah. Uh, You came to me with this idea of something you maybe want to start implementing uh, right off the top of episodes. Yeah. Uh, A little buy-sell, if you will, Um, just to kind of get your temperature on where you're at with, with stuff going on around the league. And maybe once we get to the off season, maybe some non-baseball things that you want to just that. share your 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 Look thoughts on. So yeah, uh, right off the top here, I mean, I, I won't I won't belabor it. Are we buying or selling today? What what kind of mood are we in? I, I feel good. I'm buying. Um, and I'm buying. This is a, this is a different one. And I feel like I'm probably late to this party, but Patrick Bailey, I'm buying. And it's not because I've spent any time watching a Giants game, because, I mean, let's be real. We know <laughs> who's, that's who's really watching Giants games. Um, I'm 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 buying solely off of like a two minute TikTok that I watched of just straight catching highlights. And and before you continue, that's gonna if we continue to incorporate this into the beginnings of our episodes that's going to be the beauty of this we're not talking like we're not doing any statistical deep dives right off the top because who wants to hear that like yeah you're just sitting if you're listening to this you're just sitting down you're sitting down with your morning coffee you're sitting down or like you're you're on your commute home from work whenever you're listening to it nobody wants to have stats thrown at them right away so immediately this could be an opinion from nate as he said, that's based solely on a two-minute TikTok video that he watched. So that was that's it, gonna be the, That's going to be the beauty of it. I've I have yet to watch a live game of him playing, but that TikTok sold me. That's all you needed to know. Framing, hosing guys, throwing from different angles. Doesn't matter. I'm in. Like in. Dare I say? He looks like a better defensive catcher than Buster Posey. So I'm my, buying. My screen's not frozen. I'm just sitting here staring at you as you, <laughs> as you said that. I'm just saying. I'm just oh. saying. Watch. If you go to TikTok and All type right. in Patrick Bailey highlight, just watch. And it's like, it's a beaut. 
It's a beaut. Well, ironically, I'm I'm selling TikTok. I deleted TikTok off my phone like a couple months ago. You got the I wrong. Say, you got the wrong stuff coming in. I think. I gotta say that happens. It, it feels great. Like you, you realize how much you get sucked into just scrolling, and and it's not just with TikTok. It's it's with any yeah. app. But like, yeah, there's some wild conspiracies on TikTok, and I know we're fans of of the occasional conspiracy, but like. Some of the stuff I was like, this is not good for my mental health. So I'm 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 yeah, selling you the wrong stuff coming in. You get the wrong stuff coming in. No, I don't think I do because I had it I had it down pretty good. And then like something happens in the news mm-hmm. where it like you just gotta scroll ble- quick. You just it, gotta be like, bleeds ah! in, it bleeds into my feed a little bit. I, so I was like, ah, I'm out. So selling TikTok, ironically. Just, uh, that's me and Instagram. I hate Instagram. Instagram's kind if of we weren't like doing this. butter. Yeah, I would not have Instagram. <laughs> I I certainly would not. I think I think Facebook would probably be like it for me, just it's as like a bare that, minimum. Yeah, like Facebook is like the only one that's like you're not constantly being attacked with nonsense. Yeah, I mean you're you're encountering nonsense pretty frequently on there for but sure. But you're just stupidity. you're not being attacked. Yeah, you're yeah. just not being attacked with it. Uh, look. Speaking of Facebook, actually, this is a perfect segue uh i just felt led to give a little random love little random shout out to dustin nicholson i had uh i had changed our cover photo on facebook again speaking of facebook uh i was just doing some some tweaks to our profiles over the weekend because that's what i do when i'm bored on the weekend I, you know i don't i'm not like hey like let's look for a, a place to go i'm just like sitting on my computer like making tweaks to our social media profiles Mm -hmm. Uh, so I was changing out our cover photo and Dustin Nicholson commented on there. He said, Hey, love the podcast guys. Just downloaded the new episode to listen to at work tomorrow. This was heading into heading into Friday, heading into the weekend. So, all right. Wanted to give some love to Dustin because you know, people, people want to voice their appreciation for us. I feel like it's, it's only right for us to return, return that love back. So much love to Dustin. Uh, we do have a voicemail. Do you want to do that before or after the weekend series recap? I see what you're doing there. Let's do it uh, now. Let's do it now. Now. Okay. Let's just do it now. Hey, fellas. AJ Torres. Uh, two quick things. One, as far as this brawl over the weekend goes, I have seen nobody, absolutely nobody, not even the White Sox fans, defend Tim Anderson. I have no idea what the hell happened to this guy the last season or two, but he seemed to fall off the oh, map. What happened okay. to the talent? Was it that Hold item? on, pause. And for this the record, might be the first time I've paused a voicemail uh, in the middle of it. Time, wife, and more time <laughs> what did he say? He said he'd be a ball he, doesn't, he hasn't seen but, any White Sox fans what, Tim Anderson? Uh, like support or defend, something like that. Oh, def- did he say defend Yeah, Anderson? yeah. Yeah, that may, okay, that makes sense. Because I, honestly, I haven't seen much of it either. So, yeah. you know, that's an that's a apt analysis. All right, continue. Most importantly, 
I think I saw over this past weekend probably the most amazing thing I've ever seen for an annoying fan base. Now, Nate, I know you're a football guy, and I'm not sure if you've noticed or if maybe if it's just me, but hasn't just Philadelphia fans calmed down as a whole after the Eagles won the the Super Bowl a few years ago? Not recently, obviously, but the one years ago. Because the fact that they gave Trey Turner, a guy who's been struggling, a standing ovation, and then the next night... I want to pause again. Just want to clarify, it was not a walk-off. It was, an, it was a game-winning homer, but not a walk-off. the billboard to say thank you, Phil. Sentiment still remains. All right, continue. <laughs> this whole process has been amazing. I've never seen anything like it particularly from Philly fans that wasn't too long ago where our they guy, used to boom more than they cheered. Seemingly like in our, our pre-somehow. Is, like is he like an admin of our Google Docs? I don't understand. <laughs> um, no, he he's exactly right. Not much not much love being tossed around for TA. I, I would say majority. Uh, maybe not majority, but the the scale certainly leans uh, in favor of Jose Ramirez in this incident. Mm-hmm. And then with the Trey Turner stuff, we'll get into that. But yeah, what a weekend. Crazy weekend. I like it. I'm here for this stuff. I'm here for this stuff that like we're not just breaking down numbers and scores and stuff. This is like this is meaty. I can sink my teeth into this. I'm about it. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the weekend notes, though, real quick, AJ Torres kind of, it kind of sparks a reminder in my mind. I think I'm going to bring back, and I only say this in response to AJ's voicemail because I, I feel like they're one and the same. Do you recall Pepperoni Tony, my, my alter ego? Sure do. Do you? Okay. I checked... Uh, Instagram because that's a that's a filter that that pizza filter is a filter is there? on Instagram and I checked the other day because I was like man it's been a minute since I I dove into Pepperoni Tony and it's still there <laughs> and I'm like I feel like I need to bring this back because that was that was like that was prime KC I think that was prime KC <laughs> hot takes right there so I feel like I need to bring that back let's go. Uh, <laughs> So just keep an eye out for that. I, I may be maybe <laughs> dropping some takes via Pepperoni Tony. And I honestly, I, it's kind of cool because I had some ideas for a way to like make it more engaging instead of like just the pizza, the piece mm-hmm. of pizza sitting there. Yeah, I can. I was thinking about maybe incorporating some uh, some video elements to it, maybe like some highlights that I'm referencing and make it a whole like it. a whole production. I like it. Uh, Pepperoni Tony Productions. Uh, let's get into the weekend series results. Right off the top, White Sox over the Guardians. We'll be getting into this. White Sox take the rubber match. Nah. Uh, the night after the brawl, nobody really cares. White Guardians, Sox still trash. Guardians won that, won that Guardians, series. <laughs> the Guardians lost the series, but they won the series. Astros split a four-gamer with the Yankees. Verlander makes his first start for the Astros. Uh, his second sin, of course, on Sunday since being traded, but loses his first regular season start to the Yankees since June of 2015. That was a heck of a ball game. Heck of a ball game. Pretty decent series, too. 
The Yankees didn't didn't look like they were totally sleepwalking. Must be nice. Yeah. Must be nice to. I'm not going to go watch, too far here. To watch. Well, I mean, at least you're able to go somewhere. Uh, <laughs> Phillies over the Royals. Phillies fans uh, opened the series with a standing ovation for Tur- Trey Turner. Trey Turner homers on Saturday. Phillies win the rubber match on Sunday. So vibes are high in Philly. Nationals sweep the Reds. Nationals have won 11 of their last 16. Dude. Reds have lost six straight. Nationals get their first road sweep since August 2019. Dang. Good for the Nats. It's a long time. Twins sweep the D-backs. D-backs set a franchise record with eight stolen bases on Sunday, but drop the finale on a walk-off home run. Uh, D-backs also not playing well. D-backs have lost six straight. Nate's... National League adopted team as of like a month ago. Uh, the Cubs. No, not the D-backs. I, I'm, I'm not slamming you here. I'm giving you props. Oh, oh okay, okay. Okay. Cubs over the Braves. Cubs have won six straight series and they have won 13 of their last 16. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Told you. And I, I was saying got- this before the streak. I was saying it before the deadline. So, finally, I was right about something. I mean, you you pretty much hit it right on the head. Like, they've... It, I think the thing with the Cubs is they have not only... Tr- it's not like they're just treading water. They're quickly becoming a threat in this postseason hunt to mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know if I necessarily want to see the Cubs at this point in time right now. Yeah. Just because of how well they're playing and how, like, I think you've got some, num- I think I sent you some numbers. Like their bullpen is lights out right now yep. has completely turned a tide there. And Cody Bellinger is obviously doing what he's doing. Um, But to go out and, and like you said, in a series that, or like we were talking about a series that would serve as a litmus test for them. And to put it in your words, how, like how much, like how real are you? Like how much of a threat are you? We'll see with this brave series. They went out and won the series. So good for the Cubs. Good for the Cubs. Uh, A sweep the giants. That was a two game series. Nothing to write home about there except giants. What are we doing? Uh, Orioles sweep the Mets. Orioles have won eight of their last 10 and improved to major league best 34 and 17 in games decided by two runs or fewer. Mets are 0 and six since the trade deadline and Ooh. are 11, 11 Ooh. games under 500 casual 21 back in the, in the NL East. There's still time. Blue Jays sweep the Red Sox. Reese McGuire jogs around third with his hand up as if the Red Sox won the game on a walk-off home run. Instead, gets doubled up at second base to end the game on Saturday. And then, as an encore, the Red Sox proceed to lose 13-1 to on Sunday. Vibes are high in Boston, man. You got <sighs> Alex Cora, Alex Verdugo at each other's throats. Alex Verdugo a, getting benched. That was a tough quote. That I saw out of Cora. It was like his worst day as a manager since yeah. starting there. Like uh, Yikes. 
really could have uh, used some starting pitching at the deadline, you know. But mm. no, you know what? This is the team. This is the team that we have. This is the team we're moving with, uh, moving forward. And clearly, this team is capable of of making a run at it in October. I was told. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is fun. No, but not to like make this a whole segment here. But that Reese McGuire thing really pissed me off. Really, really grind your gears. Like, bro, what are you doing? You're in no position to be, and I get it. Like, there's mental lapses across baseball all the time. But when you're in a situation like you're in with your team, you're in no position to be, like, pimping walk-offs that you didn't even hit. You have to be certain that that ball is out or off the wall. And second of all, why are you why are you rounding third? Even if it hits the wall, you could walk home. You don't mm. need to be rounding third to then get doubled up at second, to then lose the game, to then set yeah. up your team for failure for the next day in which you lost 13 to 1. Like be better. Yeah. We can't afford to lose games like this. But at this point, I'm out. I'm done. The season's over. This series, you needed to do something. We're talking about a team that's right in the mix with you. No longer. They're the ones in the mix. You're, I'm done. You're, we're out of it. Like this, this is the effort that you're going to put forth in a, in a home series against a team like the Blue Jays, a team that you desperately needed to beat. I'm out. Mm. I'm done. Mm. They, I, I'll, I'll be honest. They had me in the, they had me in the first half. Not even really the first half, but as the quote goes, they had us in the first half. Yeah, they had me. They had me the last couple of weeks. I was feeling good about. it. I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll check it out. I'll see what we got going on. But I'm back yeah. to old off season me. There we go. Where I told you, I this is the most predictable thing that you could have laid out. For the baseball season of 2023, this was little, little false hope sprinkled incredi- in there. Credit, it always happens. It always happens. The most predictable outcome. I'm not surprised. I was right there with you, pal. Saying this back in March. Uh, continuing on, Rays over the Tigers. Duh. Yeah, honestly, series like this, I'm like, I don't, I don't have anything for you. Just know that that's who won. <laughs> Pirates split a four-gamer with the Brewers. Brandon Woodruff returns after his four-month stint on the IL. Gets dealt a loss despite nine Ks over five innings. Rockies are... Typical Brewers. Typical Brewers. Middle of the road. Rockies over the Cardinals. Rockies take two of three games. uh, And they win a series in St. Louis for the first time since sweeping the cards in June of 2009. Ooh. Throwing it back. Uh, Rangers sweep the Marlins. Rangers go 6-0 and in their six-game homestand. Mariners sweep the Angels. Mariners have won 13 of 17 and are now four and a half games ahead of the Angels. How about it? We're all right, we're, we're right peeing some peeps later. later. Oh! And, uh, yeah, little, there might be, might be someone little nod, little nod to a segment coming. Later in this episode, Mariners are 22 and 10 since the all-star break tied with the O's for best record in baseball during that span. Hmm. 
Dodgers and the Padres. Uh, Dodgers defeat the, defeat the Padres for the seventh time in nine games this season on Sunday and keep them from reaching 500 for the first time since May 11th. They will conclude their four-game series uh, later this afternoon. Dodgers took games one and three and will look to win the series on Monday. Uh, that's all for the weekend. Well, in terms of results, we we still got some things we got to get into here. Leading off with, can we say the best brawl in recent memory? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how far back you want to you want to take quote recent memory because we've had some good ones over the years, but like certainly within the last. Uh, a yeah. few years yeah because you you know how these things go there there's a little bit of a scuffle the dugouts clear the bullpens get in like six hours later the game's right. already over the right, fans right, are leaving right, the ballpark right. they're running in and nothing really it doesn't really amount to anything but with this literally gloves were coming off like that's not an exaggeration gloves were coming off <laughs> yeah. you got ta posting up southpaw like as if he was like in his mind transported into like a street fight or something it just it seemed really unnatural it did sure did it seemed like his first one so well i mean he he wore one off the chin like it was his first one i i i i can't i can't sit here and say that uh he put up much of a fight. On the flip side, though. On the flip side. Can we not... Can we Can we stop pretending like Jose Ramirez was, like, lined up for that? Yeah, that's, like, that's what I was going to ask you. If you were to give, like, a rating on, on that punch, it's, it's honestly maybe like a... It's like a 7.1 punch for me. I mean, he 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 got him. Like Ta certainly wore it, it was but like, like it was like the my, side, the knuckles weren't even. It didn't well, no, even I mean he him got him way. because Ta like that that wasn't. He's not tripping over anything. Like he he that that was a oh shock. yeah for sure. But that it was wasn't it wasn't clean. It wasn't no, big but knuckles. it was en- it was enough. It was to, like side side now, and and it was like the. Like the the flay, there was a lot of flailing. That's what a I'm lot sa- of yeah, flailing. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what it, it gets. A, it gets a seven point one. If if that hits him and Ta doesn't go down, that that rating goes down to like a four point eight punch. Like that's just, it was sloppy. It was sloppy. Can we <laughs> seven point one for the knockdown though? Can we talk about the uh, the radio call real quick? I've actually got it queued up here. Let's let's, let's take a quick listen. <laughs> let's hear it. Do you have where, it queued up? Where are we at here? You're lying. I should. He's lying to us. Okay. Wow. I hyped us up for nothing. Sorry, folks. Hold on. Let's try it again. Sick. Cool. Good call. Nope. Stand by. We're going to try this again. 
was an aggressive scroll I heard on the mouse. You like that? Wah, 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 wah. Do you think it's playing and we just can't hear it, but the people can hear it? I don't think so. Yeah, what was the odds of that? Slim. Hold on. I'm gonna get this. I'm at this point I'm I'm determined to get it. Hold on. Oh wait, hold on. <laughs> hold on. No, for real, stand by. All right. Hold on, almost there. Gonna have to uh I don't even care. Like if you're listening and you're like, what is what is he doing? Just just skip ahead. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Hold you got on, the you by. got the plus fifteen seconds. Yeah, hold on. All right, let's try this. Maybe this one'll work. Come on, work for us. way to second head first slide safe and in to score is Jimenez and another hustle double right over the bag at first now Jose and Anderson square off they're fighting they're oh swinging. my gosh yes. what a call yeah hit him with the down goes Frazier I, I like that I mean, it's an excellent call. Oh, wow. I don't think radio gets enough credit because they have to like they have to paint the picture more than the TV commentators. And I'm making it a habit when I'm watching games on the MLB TV app to yeah. to use the radio more because I'm like a lot of times they're better. Yeah. Cause, well, most of the time I'm like, it's usually at a rather inconvenient time. Like we're either doing dinner, or like running errands after work. Yeah. Like I don't have the ability to sit there and watch it. So like I like you said, I need that that picture to be painted for me. So a lot of times I'm, I'm listening to the radio and yeah, what a call this was, man. Holy cow. All right. So I asked this question in the, in the group chat. What, what was the, the trigger? Like what was the tipping point? Because you saw like TA's, it was a hard tag on the helmet, which it looked like, cause it knocked the helmet off. But at the same time, like, Jose's coming in with like his head up a little bit. So like, I don't know how much is there, but he did stand over him for a sec. But also, was it the tag before? I think it was the day before where he pushed the hand off the bag. And somehow that remained an out. I don't know what that was. It went to review. And I think, did, did Tito get tossed? He he challenged it. I don't remember if he got I tossed. If he got I, tossed. I, I think he challenged yeah. it, and then I think it was upheld. Or something. Ridiculous know, call but. there. For those unaware, like TA, I don't even know who it was sledding in, but it was like a bang bang play at second, same way, and TA like pushed the guy's hand off the bag, and it was held as an out. Where like obviously he pushed him off, so that was kind of a weird thing. So maybe it was a little bit of that, but I don't. I don't know. Hold on. It's let me look. clear that Jose had some issues with TA for a while, though. Yeah, let me uh, let me look up that quote because he, which I thought was very strange, because I'm like a guy like Jose Ramirez having this kind of uh, 
having these kinds of feelings towards a guy like Tim Anderson, which I get like Tim Anderson's a pretty polarizing player. Nice. But he, man, is Jinx Yomi Soda still a, still a thing? I, I certainly said that first. Seemed to be the same time, but I said Jinx first. So that's all that really matters. I'll take a Dr. Pepper. Uh, why? I, I'm sorry, folks. I'm struggling hard right out of the gate here on a Monday. I can't find it. But paraphrasing, he was basically just like, I don't like the guy. And he he referenced like a, a an ongoing. You could tell yeah. it, it was yeah. like it it was built up, and I'm like. It was he said something about like um it TA has been disrespecting baseball for a long time. Yeah. It was something like that, right? Like which that was leads the quote. Me, which leads me to believe that the slide in that that sparked this whole thing. What it's one of those things where you're just looking for something. Mm, like yeah. when when Clemens comes in on Manny, mm-hmm. it's like, dude, that ball was nowhere near you. You're right. just looking you're just looking for an excuse yeah. to lose your mind. And I I'm not saying that's what happened here, but one could believe that that was possibly Jose Ramirez's tipping. I'm point. a I'm a huge fan of the fact that the umpire eventually bailed. He was trying to keep them separated, eventually, and then eventually was he was like, just like, "Ah, oh, no, this is going." It was to like three seconds. The guy was like, "Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm out. Um, I want no part in this." Oh, it was legit, dude. And like, I don't know, Jose Ramirez to me is kind of like a little Tasmanian devil. You know what I mean? Like he's just short stock. He's, he's got some juice. Can we acknowledge, did you see that extra clip? I'm count, hold on. I'm counting, counting the so, seconds. All right. So that's like so 30 it, seconds in fight time, by the it way. It cuts from Kopech. All right. So Jose Ramirez is up. The umpire, he's getting up. The umpire has his hand on Tim Anderson at this moment. So let's count from this point to when he just, he he beats feet. He gets out of town. Four seconds. Yeah. Four seconds. It took him that's, four seconds. He's like, no, I'm, I want no part of this. I'm out. You, that's like you a minute. Have at it. It's like a minute in fight time. So it's understandable. But did you see that clip of like the bonus clip? Of brawl over, guys are walking off the field. T.A. is stumbling. Stumbling. Like, I, saw the, I saw the clip of him, like, point, he's getting pulled back, and the classic, no, like, st- he's, like, pointing nope. across the field. It's like, okay, After buddy. That, they're walking him off the field, and he has his arms around guys. Guys have their, like, they're holding him up by his armpits, and he is falling cannot put two feet in front of the other like it's just not happening the dude got his lights rocked hold on and he didn't play the next day i believe this might be the clip walking away and he he's still talking but dude he cannot walk oh yeah whoa yeah it's like it's like when a football player gets a concussion in the nfl like Guys are helping him walk off, and he is stumbling hard. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, bro, I got it, I got it." He's like, "You don't, you no, don't dude, got it. you're not at even all. walking at all." Yeah, so bro got slumped. I think that, I think that video needs <laughs> more attention. 
Yeah, that oof. Yeah. Yeah, that well we we still got to get into this White Sox culture news that's been yeah. hitting the headlines recently. But did you see Jose Ramirez's agent, the picture he posted on his <laughs> yeah, Instagram the, story? <laughs> the boxing gloves? <laughs> I'm like, I love this kind of stuff. Like, this if you're gonna, is perfect, if, if something dude. like this is gonna go down, lean into it. Like the people involved, just lean into a little bit. Hundred like, percent. Like, sure, you don't want guys just like wearing haymakers to the jaw every night. I mean, some people would argue that that would be good for baseball, but like, it's better you do than get the benches clearing, nothing happening though. Sure, absolutely. But like, when I you get that. the occasion, when you get the occasional brawl, like I, I wanted to like bleed it bleed into other elements of it a little bit like i want it to carry into the next series i want it to kind of rattle around the headlines a little bit in the in the days following like of of things that guys said like i don't want it to just be tidied up packaged in a nice little box that night because that's no yeah like you'd be lying to yourself if you're like no like we need to we need to move on from this like no like i want the uh, i'm here for the i'm here for the pettiness as i used to say Unfortunately, they don't meet up again this year. I was just looking. No, that up. which was another thing. Did you see? Did you see the Guardians tweet? Which it didn't hit as sweet because they lost the game on Sunday, but they tweeted uh, their final score graphic and they said the caption was, "Our opponent comes back to town April eighth through tenth, twenty twenty four. And I'm like, that would have hit a little sweeter, I think, if you would have gotten the series dub. But yeah, you know, it's fun. Yeah. I don't think anyone's going to remember who won this series. I think we know who won the series. I think we know. I think we know who won the series. Who remembers the the Rangers-Blue Jays series when Rugi landed, the, the I think, one of the top three punches in baseball on Jose Batista? <laughs> I, I saw, and that's a great point. Nobody, nobody remembers. but Jose ate that, by the way. He absolutely ate that. Ate he didn't go lunch. down. He wasn't stumbling. He ate it. Ate it for lunch. Um, I saw a tweet where it was like, uh, it was a picture of that, the Rugi and and then this fight. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we're passing the torch to the, to the next generation. <laughs> and I'm like, no, uh, yeah, it, uh, like it's funny, but let's not, again, going back to the punch itself, let's not act like jose ramirez wasn't flailing because he was it was a big flail yeah he just happened to land one that's and that's you know in the middle of a scrum like that sometimes that's all it takes it's gonna go down though it's gonna go down as a top 10 brawl i think so my personally my favorite and i'm I'm sure most people would agree it's not groundbreaking but my favorite brawls are the ones where you have the initial dust up like between jose ramirez the collision and well, not even that, but just like everybody calms down, like you see guys starting to walk off the field. There's one on the sudden, outskirts. You see, yeah, you see the cameraman like paying the camera real fat, just like lightning fast to another guy. Yeah, it's just a big blur, and then all of a sudden he zooms in on these. And and most times it's like managers, it's like bench coaches. They're yeah. just over there like knocking each other in the. What dome. was the one that was up against the? The back net, like the backstop, and like oh, kicks, that, kicks were being. That was the uh, the Reds and the Pirates, right? Yeah, I think was so. That the, because yeah, because wasn't the follow up when um, Amir Garrett wanted to take on like the whole city of Pittsburgh? You remember that? That was wild. That was nuts. That was. 
That was yeah. He weren't. <laughs> I'm about that more than anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. So it was, or so Yasiel Puig was the That's one what I, thought. I think that was kicking. The kicking, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the I think later, I think it may have been later that year. I think Amir Garrett, uh, in that brawl was Sent just wanted it. to take on all of Pittsburgh. I love that. Sent it. Um. Yeah, the, I on, I give it a good a good rating. This was a good fight. This was a good one. This was a good one. And I hate how stuff like this always happens on like a Friday or Saturday Every night. Every time, it's like, dude. Can this please happen on a night where like all of baseball fans are just in their normal weekly routines? They're at home. They're watching the games. They have easy access to like MLB TV, and we're not like out and about doing stuff. Come on, like that's all I ask. It always happens seemingly with like no hitters and stuff. It's just like, yeah. come on, come on. It's weird. Cut like us that. a break. Uh, but these White Sox. Talking about the culture here, there's there's been some reports coming out about Keenan Middleton, who has since been traded to the Yankees, uh, basically spilling the beans on what's going down in Chi-Town. Uh, he was quoted in the report as saying, we came in with no rules, Middleton said. I don't know how you police the culture if there are no rules or guidelines to follow because everyone is doing their own thing. Like, how do you say anything about it because there are no rules? You have rookies sleeping in the bullpen during the game. What you have guys that? missing meetings. You guys, you have guys missing PFPs, and there are no consequences for any of this stuff. I got to say, I was watching MLB Network this morning, and D. Rowe, when he heard that, I don't know if this was like news to him or if he had heard the reports prior, yeah. but he heard that, and he was like, no. He's like, that he goes, I don't believe that. That that's so bad that I just can't believe that about the rookies sleeping mm-hmm. in the bullpen like during the game. Come on, is that real? Do you think that's real? I mean, yeah, to be fair, what does so. he what does he have to lose by sharing this info? Like now yeah. that he's not there it's anymore. True. Yeah. But that's come on, man. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah. What's funny is that this this little update came literally right when we were starting, saying that uh, Yasmani Grandal, Yoan Moncada, and Eloy Jimenez are the ones definitely contributing to the negative culture. I mean, how Yasmani's, do those names come? Yasmani seems like a one of the more hard to believe names there. Yoan Mankata, I could definitely get because absolutely see he Eloy. seems very much like a me guy. Mm-hmm. And with his struggles and history of injuries, I could totally see how that would quickly turn into a, a toxic situation for the clubhouse, but I got copy like, and paste that for Eloy too. Yeah. Yeah. Who, by the way, didn't even mention got like hurt in all of this. Did he? Of him, course like, he did. Yeah. Did you see him? He was like ho- he was like hobbling out of the out of the. the of course he pile. did. That guy gets hurt getting out of bed. What a! I told you. What a sad. Burn this down. Burn it down. Burn it down. I told you. Garbage. This is this is ugly, man. Ugly. Just terrible. They need to gut this thing. Clean house. Just terrible. You know what's not terrible, though, Nate? Hmm. 
Uh, SeatGeek. Did oh, you know, I knew it. Did you know that it's the official ticket marketplace of the MLB? Did you know it's official SeatGeek day? No, I just made not. that up. I made mine up. Yeah. Well, mine's not made up. Okay. It's the official ticket marketplace of Major League Baseball. And like, if you're like me and you open up MLB TV, a lot of times you'll see presented by SeatGeek on there. And I, you know, I, I that's cool because StubHub I, is trash. Trash. We can speak from experience. Absolute garbage. Never spend a dollar. And I'm not, I'm literally, if, if you're new here and you think this is a bit, this is not a bit. You can ask Nate. You can ask my wife. StubHub is the worst. This yep. is not a bit. I'm not making this up. The whole World Baseball Classic story. If you wanna, if you wanna hear about it, go back to some some previous episodes. StubHub, Chicago White Sox, one and the same. Burn it down. Um, but yeah, if you're like me, I, I I can't lie. I got a little grin every time I see the SeatGeek logo pop up on MLB TV because I'm like, you know what? This you makes go, sense. You, you go get it, SeatGeek. You, you go get it. Out there grinding for the people, you know. Mm-hmm. Good for SeatGeek. Uh, but like we always say, it's not just baseball. It's concerts, theater performances, festivals. And if you're looking to attend one of those events and save some money, we've got the answer here for you. You can use our promo code 30TAKE, T-H-R-E-E-O-H-T-A-K-E. That's our social handle. Nailed it. To save $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. So, if you're a White Sox fan, you don't want to go to any White Sox games anymore. Understandable. We're with you. We yep. feel for you. Head up north. That's a, that's a hard place to be. Maybe think about going some somewhere else this summer. Summer's not over yet. we still got time. Mm-hmm. Go to one of those concerts. Mm-hmm. If you're clearly not the concerts, season's over, so yeah, you don't got to worry about baseball. Look yeah. elsewhere. If you're not into concerts, go to a theater performance. They got all sorts of stuff on there. Go check it out. Use our promo code three take save twenty dollars off your first purchase. All right, let's let's talk about an organization that is not worthy of being burnt down like the White Sox, an organization that I would argue really possibly changed some opinions this weekend. Changed mine. In terms of what the fan base is willing to to bring to the table in support of their guys. The fans of the Philadelphia Phillies. Much love to you guys. As... As an honorary member of your fan base, self-appointed, <laughs> uh, you guys you guys made me real proud. You guys made me real proud. I have yet to have a Phillies fan reach out to me and say, Hey, welcome aboard. But that's fine. I'm just yeah. gonna I'm gonna hop on board anyway and just wait for that wait for the official invitation at some point. So sure. Any Phillies fans listening out there, I would love like an official like DM or something saying, Hey, welcome aboard. We're 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 happy to have you for this run down the stretch here. Uh they give Trey Turner standing ovation on Friday. There was a lot of a lot of speculation how he was going to be received after their road trip. I think they were in 
they were in Miami, I believe, the series before. I got you. Uh, I think he booted a ball, cost him. Uh, it was either that middle or last game. I can't remember which game. Um, but that was probably the low point for him. And there was a lot of speculation as to uh, what was going to happen, how he was going to be received when they got home. But some things started circulating on social media. Uh, I think even the hashtag stand with Trey or something was, was, uh, mm. was trending, which I mm. thought was cool. And sure enough, Friday night gets to standing O, just chills throughout the ballpark. I was I was a huge fan, and I'm not gonna lie. I texted I texted the the group chat, and I'm like, I'm over here getting a little emotional, man, because <laughs> you look at a guy you look at a guy like Trey Turner, and he's such an easy guy to root for. Like he's yeah. not he's not like he doesn't serve any sort of negative role in baseball. Like he's just mm-hmm. kind of this happy go lucky guy. He's fast. He's no, he's known for his speed. He's he plays known the for game his hard. slides. Plays the game hard. Plays the game well outside mm-hmm. of this year, of course. Just having a, a down year. And to see the fans be like, okay, we've we've made it clear how we feel about his his performance for us as a part of this 11 year contract up to this point. All right let's maybe change our tune a little bit and see if we can get this guy going because we need this guy to go. We need this yeah. guy to go. It's a good point. So to see, to see that standing ovation Friday, I think he went one for four, had like a, I think it was like an RBI single or something. Um, but Saturday, did you see the clip from Saturday? I saw the dinger. Yeah. That was, that was cool. Yeah. And, and part of me was tempted to slot him into my fantasy lineup because I'm like, it's understandable if you if if you don't respond immediately that Friday game like that Friday mm-hmm. night game, but like after he sit after he sleeps on it and is like, man, these these guys are awesome. Like I need to I need to go out there and show out for these guys. I was like, Saturday might be the night. And sure enough, he went out and did it. Good for Trey, man. I like it. I like it for Philly fans. I I think it's just like you you understand. You need all things to go well. And you caught fire at the right time last year. You made a run. You fell short. You can kind of taste it like you want it. And you know that a guy like Trey Turner can only make you better. It's not going to make you worse. I love the patience. I I mean, like, go back to the Alec Bohm story. Yep. From exactly. saying, I hate this place. and then And then now it's like, he's a fan favorite. You know, just kind of owning up to it, not hiding behind it. I'm sure Trey, I'm not watching a bunch of Phillies postgame pressers, but I'm sure Trey is like, yeah, like this isn't good enough. Like this isn't what this team or fan base deserves from me. Like that, I'm sure there's plenty of things that are said like that. I've seen a number of the clips. He He's done a, I mean, Phillies fans could probably speak to it a lot better than I, but Ownership. from what I've seen, he, he owns it. Like he, yeah. Especially as of late, he's owned it. So yeah. I mean, you can't you can't hate him for that. I love it, dude. I love it, and it's like there's like this patience that has overcome Philly fans. Like this, it's all right. It's this brotherly love patience that has been. Well, you you make a great point with the Alec Bohm situation. It's like yeah. they it's so they recent. easily could have buried that guy. Oh, for sure. They could have ended him. 
Yeah. And I mean, you take a guy like Alec Bohm, compare him to Trey Turner. It's like, okay, maybe we'd be a little more patient with Trey, but no, they're like, you know what? Yeah. This guy, this guy, Alec Bohm might be around with us for, or like around here for a while. Let's ride this thing out and look what happened. And so because that example is so recent and it's so tangible, like you, you, I'm sure Phillies fans are like, it, it just happened. We can do the same thing for a guy like Trey and, Finally, they came around to it and were like, you know what? Let's 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 help this guy out. And the standing O is like such the complete opposite of what we're seeing across other sports from fan bases. You know what sure. I mean? It is so quick to boo, so quick to just pile it on instead of like this, like, hey, let's get it going. Um, he said his mom was uh, was tearing up from it and like made his mom happy. So. Like it's just it, it gives me it gets me going a little bit. It gets me going a little bit. I like it. I'm a big fan of it. Hits the go ahead three run homer on on uh, Saturday to give him an eight six lead in the sixth, and then they give him a curtain call, which I'm like, yes, dude. I love everything about this. And the guys in the dugout were That's like what I was gonna dabbing say. him up. Nick Cassianos, look, I don't care what people have to say about Nick Cassianos. That is a dude. That That is a dude right there. Like Trey Turner, I'm convinced at this point in his Phillies tenure, doesn't have a bigger supporter than I mean, maybe outside of his mom. Nick Cassianos. Nick Cassianos is a dude. That's what I was gonna say for the for the standing O. Like it wasn't just the fan base. If you go back and, and watch the standing O, the dugout was involved. They were up on the railing clapping for him with the fan base they were tapped this team is tapped and like that's all you need and if you're if you're trey like just get me into the postseason give me a fresh start where all stats are zero and you'll see playoff clutch trey because we've seen it before we know what this guy can do so i i'm a big fan of the entire situation the standing o the curtain call, the billboard. Yeah, dude, the billboard. And there were some losers, losers on social media. Like, find something better to do with your yeah. life than, like, hate on hate on a move like that. Like, clearly the guy has money. That's not an issue. That's the whole reason he's been booed to this point is because of the contract and the underperformance. So, like... Clearly, the money yeah. isn't an issue. So, like, he can spend on whatever he wants to. Right. And for him to acknowledge, like, look, I have sucked up until this point. And hopefully, this is a turning point for him. Hopefully, he can turn it around. And he can look at the standing ovation he received, looked at just the wave of support he got this weekend, and return the, like, return the love in a way that's, like, mm-hmm. tangible. Yeah, because like, it's one one thing for him to just come out in like a in a post game presser, like yeah, man, that was. And he even said he's like that was awesome, man. Like that was yeah. that was really cool. Like for him to take that extra step, yeah, and put those that billboards last, I think out. The billboards across, last longer, yeah. Than just and some it's, some audio clip, you know, right. that's gonna get buried after a few days. And for me, the the what it is about the billboard is the intentionality behind it. It's mm-hmm. you can like it's easy to drop a sound bite, like I said, in a post compressor. But for you to take that next step to be this intentional is, about returning the love, that's huge. This is a birthday card versus a birthday text. That's what that is. There Damn. is 
actual action being put into play. Bam. I'm a big fan. But there's just losers just hating it. Going like, yeah, oh, this is so whatever. soft. Like some of the comments on Facebook were like, which again, Facebook just a cesspool. But <laughs> yeah. there, people going. Oh, this is Trey just being like, thank you, Philly fans, for not running me out of town or burning my house down. It's like, do you know Trey at all? Like, I personally, I don't know Trey, but you don't have to personally know Trey to know that he just seems like a good dude who, when given this quote unquote second chance, he's going to return the return the love if given the opportunity. And, you know, it was just classy all around. Classy all around. Mets fans that are commenting that stuff. Just a bunch of losers, man. Um, Phillies, vibes are high. You want to talk about some teams that... uh, Vibes are low. Vibes are low. Vibes are non-existent. Vibes that are worthy of RIPing. Um, Yeah, real quick with with the Phillies, though. Just to end it here. Next six games, seven games, Nationals, Twins, go on a run, go do it. Trey, you got that little breathing room to operate. You can relax, let the shoulders down a little bit, go hit a ding dong, steal a couple bags. Give me WBC, Trey. I need WBC, Just saying, seven games against pretty mediocre teams. So, well, I mean, the Nats are to play devil's advocate here. The Nats are like <laughs> one of the hottest teams in baseball apparently right now. So, just something to consider. Show me something. Yeah, Tan- let's let's rip some teams though. Well, a little side note, just to fully bring it to a close, I have yet to pull the trigger on a WBC jersey, and I I it's need to get a WBC jersey. Tired before, of talking about it before the calendar year changes. Yeah, because I want to. I want to be able to mark the mark the event that we went to. Yeah, and that's sure why I bought it at the event like well, six months I, ago. I didn't want to spend like eight thousand dollars on a WBC jersey. You're just waiting I, for the cost to come down. No, I'm probably. It's probably going to end up being like one that's made in China, but it's it's going to be it's going to all be the same, you know. But I guess the more I think about it, I was going to take the trout route after after we came back from that event and we were real high on mike trout we're like you know we saw like a different mike trout like that was cool to see yeah and then he got hurt again okay not cool whoops sorry so Ricochet. i i i was gonna i was gonna do the trout jersey mm-hmm. but i think just go trey just get the I, tray yeah, one going back going back to the his his run there in in miami yeah i mean and think about Think about where you are in the country as well. It's yeah. it's going to be accepted. It doesn't have to be a Nationals jersey, but it will be widely accepted. Of course. So I think you're okay. And again, as as a honorary Phillies fan, there you go. I I'm I think I'm granting myself the freedom to to do that. So good good, good for me. Also, good to be me. fair, I'm pretty sure that Nike jerseys are also made in China, but we will we'll leave you know that what, there. You know what I mean, though. It's not like <laughs> it's not like produced in like a MLB licensed warehouse or something. This is like yeah. some it's a, back it's a, channel. It's a sweatshop for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to condone that, but I don't know. I don't know where it's coming from. It's it's there's one on eBay. Oh, that I got it's my all own, good. So. Yeah. 
Uh, let's look. Yeah, let's look at some teams that are rip. Rip, rip, rip. R.I.P. All right. So, shout out Codify. A great Twitter account. Uh, they put out a a pair of tweets last night, actually, following game action that I thought was interesting. They had records since the All Star break, and then they had records mm-hmm. since the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I'll make this quick. Okay. 16 and 7, the Orioles and the Cubs, as I mentioned, as I alluded to earlier. Makes sense. Tied for the best record in baseball in baseball since that that point in time. Uh the Rangers are 14 and 7 since the break. Mariners mm-hmm. are 15 and 8. Twins and Astros are 14 and 8. Dodgers are 13 and 8. Nats and Blue Jays are 13 and 9. Phillies are 13 and 10. Padres and Giants are 12 and 10. Brewers and Angels are 11 and 11. Braves and Rockies are 10 and 10. Cardinals are 11 and 12. Rays are 10 and 11. Ro- uh, Royals and Tigers are 10 and 12. Red Sox are 9 and 11. Yankees are 9 and 12. Oh, and the Pirates. Yankees and Pirates are 9 and 12. Guardians, 9 and 13. Reds, 9 and 14. Mets, 8 and 13. Uh, A's, 7 and 13. White Sox, 7 and 14. Marlins five and sixteen, and the D-backs at a lowly five and seventeen. Mm. And records since the trade deadline, because that's always a, a another indicator worth looking at to see how these acquisitions are uh, incorporated to their new clubs. Rangers are six and zero since the deadline. O's, Cubs, Mariners, Twins, Dodgers are five and one. The Nationals are four and one. Astros, Blue Jays, Phillies, and Royals are four and two. Padres, Giants, Braves, Rays, three, three and two. Brewers, Yankees, Pirates, three and three. Rockies, Tigers, A's, two and three. Cardinals, White Sox, two and four. Red Sox, Guardians, one and four. Marlins, one and five. And at 0 and six, have yet to win a game since the deadline. Mm. The Angels, the Reds, the Mets, and the D-backs. Which of these, my friend, are you out on? Because I've got a couple, maybe a few even, that I'm out on. And I think these records are indicative of my thoughts on them. I am... I'm I'm definitely... I mean, it's, this isn't groundbreaking. I'm out on the Pirates. We've said that a few times over the last few weeks. Fun story... Nice little run. It was cute for a minute. But we can no longer raise it. So I'm out on them. I'm out on the Angels. Yeah. Rip them. I mean, it's they they made they did they they made the right call. They made the right call at the deadline. This was a risky run. We talked about it. They, like I was it, I were you on board with me in that and saying like you know just like go for it like yeah. if this is going to be your last chance just go for it and, as much and as I, I wanted to see Shohei elsewhere right right but it got yeah. to a point where I was like you know what I'm I'm I like it I'm yeah I'm a fan of the risk but it's a risk and they have uh, seen the negative effects of that risk yeah. Uh Say it's it. just, it's done, dude. There's seven out in the wild card. Seven. 
teams in front of you are, are way better. As bad as the Yankees and, and the Red Sox have been, they're still two, two and a half games up on the Angels. You got teams surging like the Mariners. Blue Jays remain good. You're not getting past any of those guys. This is too big. Seven is too big. So rip. See ya. Tough. Tough looks. So old lineup. I, they're old. They're unathletic in my mind. That's. I think that was kind of like the... When they made their additions and they added pieces, it just it didn't scream like young and athletic. It just old veterans. And we talked about it before. Like it's not like Giolito was lights out this year. He's not an ace this year. And they added him to arguably be an ace. You're not gonna get that. So well, behind Shohei, of course, but yeah. Right, exactly. To be another dominant arm. Yeah. It's hard. And yeah, I know. I forget about Shohei because it's like, you're not an ace. You're just a unicorn. So, Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's well said. You're not yeah. an ace. You're a unicorn, which is better. Yeah. Um. All right. So retroactive RIP to the Pirates for Nate. Yeah. Uh, Breaking news RIP on the Angels. Mm-hmm. He's telling me. Are there any others? No, believe it or not. Wow. No, I'm not. I can't. I, I can't do it on anyone else. The Pirates, obviously, but then there's like this huge jump. They're seven and a half back in the wild card, but as bad as the Padres have been, they're only three back. And you talk about teams in front of them that like they're they're giving opportunities. The Reds are sliding. They're sliding fast. The Marlins remain to be in the hunt as bad as the Diamondbacks have been. This has got to be rock bottom for the for the Diamondbacks, right? It's got to be. I mean, you would hope. Still a game and a half back in the wild card. So Admittedly, I thought the gap was greater than a game and a half, but now that I'm looking I at it. I did too, like, but uh, like as bad as it's been, again, still in still in striking distance. So if I say a game and a half is in striking distance, I kind of ripped the Padres a while back, though. I think I said I was done. Oh, I d- yeah, I did. I know I did. I, I don't know if you joined along, but I feel I'm, like I did. I'm out, dude. I have well, definitely I told him to sell. It. Yeah, now you got Musgrove out for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah statistically I can't, but there's still two games under 500. Nah, so on, I'm out. Go away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm done. Try it again. Try it again next year. Yeah. So you're telling me these things based on what you see, but with what you feel, what here, let's do this. I'll give you, I'll give you the green light to separate into two categories. So like rational Nate, Okay. Is not going to RIP the Reds. Not going to RIP anybody that currently holds a wild card spot in the National League. He's not going to. Mm-hmm. He's not going to RIP the Marlins, mm-hmm. the D backs, mm-hmm. and I think that's your kind of your cutoff because you've mm-hmm. already RIP'd the Padres, mm-hmm. certainly out on the Mets, and now the Pirates. Mm-hmm. 
Are there any of those three? Uh, you, you could maybe lump the Giants in, even though they currently hold a wild card spot. You could lump those in because I know how you feel about the Giants. And we know how you feel about the Cubs at this point in time who are playing real well. Mm-hmm. On paper, rational Nate says no, can't RIP. But okay. with how you feel, with gut Nate, are you gonna? Can you RIP any of those yet? Gut Nates. I'm gonna. I'm gonna RIP the Reds. Okay. Which is weird because they're tied for the last spot, but I'm. I'm gonna do it. I just. They didn't get better at the deadline. They had a chance to like double down and go for it, and they didn't. And they're sliding. So yeah, gut irrational Nate. Rip the Reds. Well, it makes you wonder. I believe like, in the Marlins more than I believe in the Reds. Yeah. I mean, they're a half game back from the from the Reds. Yeah. Weirdly, I agree. Yeah. AL-wise? Like well, hold on. Before, before we do AL, with the Reds, it's interesting because it makes you wonder how much they were maybe in on a guy like Lance Lynn. Mm-hmm. But knowing they were going to get outbid by a team like the Dodgers. So... I didn't I didn't follow up on much of the like the fallout of the deadline so I don't yeah. know like who was really in on who after I the think fact. it just yeah I understand it but it was it was kind of like the what the message is sent yeah I yeah sure you don't add you're in the best position you've been in in years and you don't add doesn't send the best message sans 2020 shortened season of course yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah, I don't count that. It's a race from my memory. Like I believe it, I believe in the Marlins and the Diamondbacks more than I believe in the Reds. That's what I was getting after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. AL. Dude, um <laughs> I'm stopping I'm... it at the Marlins. Or I mean the, at the Mariners. Yeah. Bye Yankees. Yeah. Bye Red Sox. Yep. Bye, Angels. Yep. See you later. Gigantic disappointments. We'll see you next year. But the Mariners are surging. And I'm here for that. Eight and two in the last ten. They've won five straight. Um it's interesting though, because and they didn't sell at the deadline. We said that could have could have been a well, team. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they got rid of Seawald. That was weird. That was weird. So, so, I mean, you could make the argument they. I mean, they weren't. It wasn't a full-on fire sale, of right. course. But that was weird. Paul Seawald was a little strange. But Still Tay Oscar, Ty France, they could have gone. They didn't. So it's pretty interesting. And I'm sure they got calls on other guys outside of those those few, mm-hmm. because there's probably teams looking around the league going. Oh, what are we doing here? Are, are you are you punting? Was was the expectation not met here? Yeah. Like, what are we doing? So there's probably some phone calls received elsewhere. So picking up some steam though. Picking up some steam. This is a team that can be fed with buzz. We saw last year. The yep. buzz can can feed 
and fuel the tank a little bit. But like we also saw last year, the buzz only gets you so far until you run into a buzz saw. And the only way to get around a team that serves as a buzz saw, like we saw the Astros last year, is talent. And what did they really do to help sure. that cause? Sure. So I'm with you. I They're in the mix for sure. There's a... You could argue you could argue the Blue Jays have a interesting August remaining. And the Blue Jays are currently in that last spot for the wild card. Guardians for four, Cubs for three, Phillies for two, Reds for three, Orioles for three. Guardians for three, Nationals for three. So there, uh, you could see like 500 baseball, potentially, for the for the Blue Jays. Okay, so help me help me work through this because I was actually thinking about this this morning, and I think this might be an issue that a lot of people have with the current structure of Ooh, the, the Mariners series and all that. The Mariners what? August looks promising. All right, well help help me out with this. So. The two, the, and we talked about this. The top two wildcard teams play each other. Correct. Top the two f- division winners get a bye. And the worst division, which will be the central, plays play. the last place wildcard. So make help me make sense of that. Say the postseason started today. That's what I'm saying. Like it, It's almost better to get the last spot. That's what I'm saying. At first and second, the 59 and 54 twins would get the 63 and 50 Blue Jays, Mm -hmm. and the 68 and 46 Rays would play the 64 and 49 Astros. Mm -hmm. Come on, Mm -hmm. abolish the Central. What a Mm -hmm. joke! Yeah, that's arguably the easier route. And if we're trying to make if we're trying to make a postseason trip happen, what are we hoping for given this structure? Mm. Would would we need we would need the O's to drop to the top wildcard spot, correct? I mean, we we could still go to the yeah, ALDS. Yeah, I mean we still sure. we still go to the ALDS. But if we wanted the like immediate adrenaline punch of a wild card series with the O's you coming out here to Baltimore, maybe meeting up with Ryan. We mm-hmm. would need the O's to drop to the top wild card spot. And then at that point you would just kind of pick, I would, would kind of, I'd be down for the blue Jays to move up above the Astros. And then yeah. you got Orioles, blue Jays in a wild you just card. Have, you'd have to root for whoever you want that matchup to be. Yeah. The Mariners yeah. would be a fun one too. I mean, it, there's it a lot be. of moving parts here, but yeah. Mariners O's would be fun. That I don't think that happens. So, no, it's too tough. Yeah, but Mariners just finishing up here. The Mariners August looks like a, looks looks like a dandy. Two games set starting tomorrow. Padres three against the O's, so tough tough five games. But then they've got four against the Royals, three against the Astros. Three against the White Sox, three more against the Royals, and then three against the A's. That last 
Sheesh, dude. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten games to end August are it's light work. That's all out in front of you. To pull a line from Aaron Boone, it's all right in front of us. It's right in front of us. Right in front of us. It's Not for right. the Yankees, though. It's all right in front of us. Um, all right. Well, we've uh, RIP'd a couple more teams. More to come. Uh, closing items here. Just some milestones to uh, to point out or to acknowledge. Bobby Witt Jr., Becomes the first player in MLB history to have 20 homers and 30 stolen bases in his first two seasons. Big uh, Bobby Witt guys here. Friend of the pod. Yep. yep. Future's mm-hmm. bright. Future's bright for the Royals if they can figure out how to. No, I disagree. Future's bright for Bobby Witt man. Jr. Does he I stay? Just hope it's not, I just hope it's not in Kansas City. That'd be cool too. Uh,. Jose Altuve, 200 career home runs. Davis Schneider, talking about the Blue Jays, rated Toronto's number 28 prospect, becomes the first player in Major League history to collect nine hits and two home runs over his first three big league games. Nine hits, dude, over three games for for like a weekend debut. Wild. I mean, he single-handedly just buried the Sox. Yeah crush their hopes of anything so good for davis and and then on a sadder note here lion richardson becomes the first reds or becomes the first player in 50 years he's a reds pitcher first player in 50 years to allow a home run on the first two pitches of his career i saw that dude (laughs) that's why i'm out on the reds and they weren't they weren't (laughs) cheapies either no. CJ Abrams of all people got yeah. into one. I don't even remember who this who hit the second one, but doesn't matter. I mean that's goodness. Tough. His name's Lion. Lion Richardson. Like L Y O N. Mm-hmm. Lionel Richie. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. Lion Richardson. Nope. That's all I really got. You got anything else? It's tough. I think I saw something. I mean, that's just like one of the few positive things I can take from this Yankee season. I think. I think Volpe joined Jeter as like the only other shortstop in franchise history to go 20 stolen bags and. 10 home runs or something like that. I can't remember the official stat, but. Just little, little victories, pal. This is what, this is what gets me up in the morning. I mean, give them, give them their flowers while we can, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're running, running low, running low on opportunities. So yeah, that's all I got. Fun. Uh, we will see you guys hopefully later this week. I got another another field trip I got a chaperone for catching the O's game. And if you recall, last time we had Ryan on, I mentioned that to him, and he's like, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm big time. I only do night. I only, I'm only there mm-hmm. for the night games." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. all right, Ryan. Well, yeah, I could have met up with him and finally given him his his hat that he's been just clamoring for." <laughs> 
yeah. the made the made to order hat that I gotta say a lot of people reach out to us about. They're like, I, I want that hat, and I'm like, I'd love to give you one, but we get them. Maybe, maybe literally we gotta made find to order. a way. Yeah, Is that one right um, there. Huh? Is that one right there. Can you yeah, even right see that on, low? Right there on the Nate shelf. On Nate shelf. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if, you can, if people can see it. Um, Watch on YouTube. Yes. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe on YouTube. Like it. We might be doing some sort of giveaway to get to get us to a thousand. I don't know. We'll we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So because of that, the games on Thursday, I'll be going to the O's game. I think they're playing the Astros. Mm. Uh, can't can't say that we'll be recording on Thursday, barring any cancellations. Um. So I don't know when you'll be hearing from us next. Maybe maybe Wednesday night. Maybe Thursday night. Something. Who knows. We'll Something. see. You'll hear from us, though. We're coming. At some point, you'll hear from us. But uh, until then, that's all I got. Yeah. Don't go chasing curveballs. I love y'all. And as always, looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.